Welcome to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. Retirement Unlimited is an informative weekly radio program dedicated to offering factual information and sound advice for those wanting to know more about retirement planning. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances. Information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor. Now, here's Randy Barkley. Welcome to Retirement Unlimited. This is the radio program dedicated to helping you make smart decisions about your money. I'm your host, Randy Barkley, and I'm the president of Tricord Advisors. Tricord is a registered investment advisory firm and we're located in Riverside. We serve the Inland Empire. I'm also a certified financial planner and there's three other individuals in our office that are also certified. We are fiduciaries. If you'd like to know more about the individuals in our company and and what it means to be a fiduciary, just go to our website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com or just simply call 951-684-684. 7011 for more information. Now, every week, what I do is I divide my program into three parts. The first part is what I refer to as retirement update. The second one is tactical asset management. And the third one is news you can use. Now, in the first segment of the program, retirement update, I'm going to talk about something that is near and dear to our hearts. It, it, for those of you that are approaching retirement right now, the COVID-19 pandemic has affected many of our lives and it's affected our retirement, our planning. The pandemic's impact has been really uneven. So it's affected different people in different ways. Some people actually have increased their job. Other people have lost their job. So some workers have found you know, a newfound freedom of working from home. You know, uh, Zoom, uh, Microsoft Teams is what we use in our office a lot. So their careers have have changed. They're they're not having necessarily, some people aren't aren't necessarily having to get on the road every day and go on the commute. Um, All these things have had a dramatic shift, but there's a new report that has come out and the report has indicated that that about two thirds of the people, about 67% of the people really believe that our nation is facing a major retirement crisis. And more than 50, more than half, are concerned that they won't be able to achieve financial security as they step into retirement. Now, among all Americans that that this poll has, hopefully is representative of, the people that um, that are talking about retirement, 67%, they're probably going to delay their retirement because they want to build more assets within their 401k and their retirement assets, probably pay down debt, those types of things. But the thing that's really interesting is there is, 1.1 million additional people that have that are baby boomers that have stepped into retirement. In other words, and it's a substantially larger number. Last year, the previous year, it was like 250,000 people that said we're done working. Well, in 2020, it was about 1.1 million. So it was a substantial increase over the previous year. So what's happening is these retired boomers are looking to maximize their retirement income. And a lot of people are going it alone and it's getting into the boat without a paddle or maybe just one paddle. And the first question that most people need to ask is, what are they going to do with Social Security? 
This is a really a complex question. Question. It seems like an easy answer, and yet I always tell people there are a myriad of options with Social Security. And just stepping into it without really thinking about all of your different options can be, well, it can reduce your income forever, basically what it comes down to. So therefore, what I suggest to you, if you want to, we can do a Social Security optimization for you. In other words, husband and wife, we can enter in the data, we can come up with a report that shows what is the best way for you to take Social Security, the timing of it. Now, early retirees, they tend to fall into two camps. The first camp is they just, they don't have sufficient savings. And maybe because of disability or job or whatever, they're kind of forced into taking their immediate Social Security benefits. So they're reduced to take a lesser amount than if they would have continued to contribute to Social Security and held off receiving benefits for some time. The other group, although, is the people that have sufficient assets, and they're just questioning whether or not they should take Social Security. Now, there's a lot of guidelines about that. And so the key question that I always come down to people is that you've got husband and wife that are both working, or you've got one spouse that's working, the other one has not been the primary breadwinner for the household, is what do you do with it? And of course, the age and when you start it, these are all factors that take into account. The other thing that takes into account is all the over all the over uh, issues regarding your financial plan. In other words, the amount of debt you have on your home, if you still have a home mortgage, if you have other outstanding debt like car loans and things like that, other capital improvements that you may need to make to your home before you step into retirement. Also, the retirement accounts that you have, you know, your 401ks, your IRAs, all the other retirement accounts that you have, what are the balances? This all flows back into your budget. And this has a lot to do with when you take your Social Security benefit, because making the wrong decision can cost you literally tens of thousands of dollars of income over, over the rest of your lifetime. Again, the, the, the key thing that I find that most people, when we have this conversation, they have a tendency to want to start their Social Security as early as they possibly can. It is in, in most cases, it is not the most advantageous decision to make for you. It, it is because you, you take a reduced payout for the rest of your life. And if you do that, you lock in, in some cases, as much as 25% less in income at an earlier age. Now, the question I get back or the comment I get back from clients is, well, what happens if I don't live long enough to receive all the benefit? And that is the most common question. Let's flip the coin. Let's flip the coin and look at it on the other side. Really, the comment that they're making to me, the question they're saying is, I'm not going to live very long. And the reality is that people are all living longer than they realize because they come, they, for whatever reason, they, they put this, uh, you know, the glass is half full, so to speak. I'm not going to live to be in my 70s and 80s and possibly my 90s. And yet when I'm sitting, I just met with a lady yesterday, she's 87 years old and she's in an assisted living facility doing very well. But she says, she looked at me, she kind of smiled. And she says, you know, I'm the young person here. There's a lot of people that are older than me and many that are in their hundreds. And I, I kind of smiled at her and I said, did you ever think? And she said, no, never. I never thought, but she's really doing well. And the thing is that people are living longer than they realize because they're getting preventative health care. They're taking care of themselves. They gave up smoking earlier. They never started smoking. They watch what they do and they exercise and they're getting proper care. 
And so therefore, people are living much longer than what they used to. So therefore, do not be one of those people that makes a decision and you end up with reduced benefits for the rest of your life. 60% of Americans file for reduced benefits before their full retirement age. Only 5% waited till you're age 70, which is the age that you get the maximum benefit. And when you sit down and take a good hard look at it, you realize there is a substantial difference over your potential lifetime is how much income you're giving up if you start early. If you'd like to know more about this, we can build a social security optimization plan for you. Give me a call. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm gonna talk about tactical asset management. You know, retirement is supposed to be a secure time. Are you secure? Do you and your loved ones have the information needed to make the right decisions about retirement? You need counsel, not another salesperson, an advisor that looks out for your interest more than theirs. This is Dennis Prager, and I'd like you to call Randy Barkley, a certified financial planner who's been serving the Inland Empire for over 26 years. He's a retirement specialist who works for you on all the important and often confusing things that determine how comfortable you are in retirement. Call Randy Barkley for a free consultation and learn for yourself what I've learned. He can be trusted. Randy Barkley, 888-627-8371, 888-627-8371. Or visit me, Randy Barkley, at retirementunlimited.com. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as tactical asset management. What do you do when everything is, is at a high? And and we've seen such a phenomenal recovery from COVID that happened a little over a year ago. And who would have thought not only did it recover, but we've reached to new heights. Uh, the stock market, you know, if you're in the stock market, if you've left your stocks alone, if you didn't panic, you know, last March and April and put everything into cash, you not only rebounded from that, but you also received a lot of reward for just being patient. Now, the good news is your portfolio has it's, it's really gone up a lot. The bad news is, is that financial assets have never been so expensive at the start of a recovery. And that's the issue. And I get this a lot from people when I talk to them saying, stocks seem to be really expensive. And I said, yeah, they are, but not all stocks are equal. So what are you to do? I mean, when you compare the share prices to the earnings that companies generate, what is the investor's, investor's ultimate claim? Because when you buy a stock, what you're, what you're really buying is the income that that company makes. So that, that income is either reinvested back into the capital and the stock price goes up, like, for example, Apple and Microsoft, so they don't pay a lot of dividends or Amazon. Or you find like utility companies that where the Asset itself doesn't go up that much, but you're getting a lot of good dividends. AT&T, Verizon, a lot of utility companies like that. And you're buying the cash flow, you're buying the income. So there's a lot of analysis right now going on and saying, is the stock market too high? Will it continue to go up? Now, the correlation, the comparison of this stock market, what's going on right now, the value of stocks in relationship to prior times, 
we're at the higher end. There's no question about it. And if you take a good hard look at it, we're at we're at the 90 percentile as far as the high end. Now, remember the events that had the severe corrections. So we go back to last year. The corrections was not caused by the economy. It was caused by a virus. So the stock market was still continuing to climb, although slowly it was starting to slow down, waiting for the next advent. But then COVID hit and the stock market corrected. Now, prior to that, we were in 2008. What was the cause of that? It was caused because there was excessive liberal lending to the real estate market. If you've bought a house in today's world, or if you know if somebody's bought a house in today's world, liberal lending just doesn't exist anymore. So even though real estate prices are high, the requirements to borrow and to get a mortgage are extremely stringent. People are not just walking in and just saying, I, I want to buy this house, and they put a small down payment and lenders are giving it to it. No, it takes, it takes a whole different underwriting process, and people are somewhat frustrated by it. That's why I'm not concerned about real estate right now, because a lot of real estate is all cash. People are just writing checks for it. They have accumulated money. Or they have a mortgage, they're having to put down 20%. If they're putting down less, the, the requirements on their income and other assets are so stringent, I don't see a real estate collapsing like it did in 2008. On the other hand, if we go back, if we go back to 1999 and 2000, when the internet bubble kind of burst and it affected the overall stock market, we're seeing some of that right now, but again, valuations in the internet sector, the technology sector, a lot of these companies don't, they're not borrowing. They have, they have sufficient cash, they have phenomenal cash flow. So it's a different animal. So the primary thing, the primary thing that's causing prices to climb, and that's interest rates. And that's the number one thing that you have to keep a focus on. So as interest rates start to go up, because they will go up, we've seen mortgage rates climb a little bit. And the question is, Will it affect the overall stock market if interest rates climb too fast? And the answer would be yes, it would, because the cost of borrowing have an impact on just about everything. But the relevance of high valuations isn't as often thought that there is a point to a crash. And this is what I want you to really focus on. I don't think we're headed for a crash, rather than I think the strong indication is that will probably get lower returns for the longer period of time. In other words, the regain in the stock market has been phenomenal. I think we're going to have bouts of inflation, but I think inflation will cool down again. Um, if you look at food, for example, the number of people that have not stopped going to restaurants, but that started buying food from the grocery stores. So food prices, certain things went up. So as, as the COVID starts to subside and people start to move start to go out to restaurants and get their food from other places other than cooking it at home themselves, you're going to see those pricing start to mitigate somewhat. And you'll start to have an out because producers can produce more. So if you have a crop, you can then start, you would plant more of whatever is the demand, that price would automatically come down. Oil and gas is the same way. You start producing more oil and gas as the demand goes. We saw oil prices go from literally negative last year to right now they're back up to around $60 a barrel. And that is a price that is profitable for producers and the people that get oil out of the ground. The other thing that's also happening here is the fact that people just have a lot of stimulus money. So the government is pouring a lot of money. And I mean, right now, virtually everybody's got getting stimulus checks. They're getting additional money. They are staying on unemployment instead of going back to work. That is, that's a problem that we can talk about later. 
But the really key issue is that there's just a lot of cash. There's a lot of availability of money out there. And if you want to borrow, if you're, you've got great credit, you can borrow money very inexpensively. You know, for example, if you have a great prop, uh, portfolio, you can borrow for less than 2% on your portfolio if you know where to go. But again, uh, uh, home equity lines of credit, you can still borrow at very modest interest rates if you see an opportunity. So you have available monies that, that you can get to. But then on top of that, people have made good money. 80% of the people that uh, went through this pandemic didn't lose their jobs. In fact, I say there's a high percentage of those people that actually did very well because they weren't commuting, their expenses. Some people relocated. They moved out from the urban areas to more um, less urban areas. They still stayed within cities or they moved completely into a rural setting. But the bottom line is we're seeing a shifting. Everything seems to be in movement. And one of the reasons that's, that, that's the benefit of that, and one, is the, one of the reasons that it's causing that is the fact that all equities are high. Now, the biggest motivation, of course, is that your home is cheap, is, is really, really, the demand for it is really high. So therefore, people feel the freedom to be able to sell their home and then transfer. They start to either downsize or move or whatever. But a lot of this is caused by the interest rates. The interest rates are so low that it's caused a demand of all equities. So not only stocks are a high, bonds are high, but also real estate. Probably the one section that prices haven't been accelerated real high, and that would be in commodities. And then you have to look outside our borders. You have to look outside the United States. You go to emerging markets. Emerging markets have not enjoyed the same rise in value as you've seen here in the United States. Now, that's a whole nother issue. That's a whole nother risk analogy when you step out of the United States. Now, a lot of the companies that do business inside the United States, I mean, that you can buy through the New York Stock Exchange, obviously do business all around the world. So you're getting an exposure to emerging and developing countries by just buying in the S&P 500. But if you're in retirement, you want to be really careful about how you place your capital. Placing your capital in the general stock market is going to subject you to more uh, fluctuations and downturns. Whereas if you have an asset structure that you have people that are looking at valuations and asset flows and making rebalancing within your account, which is what we do, then you have a much higher chance of maintaining the value and creating what I what we call pension-like returns. If you'd like to know more about what we do and how we do it, give me a call. We are fiduciaries. Give me a call, my phone number, 951-684-7011. Let's build a plan together. Stay tuned for my next section. I'm gonna talk about news you can use. Hi, this is Hugh Hewitt. Hey, if you're retired or approaching retirement, listen up. Retirement planning is critical to your financial health. And like choosing the right doctor, your financial planner must be able to understand your concerns, help you navigate through your retirement, which can be filled with uncertainty, volatility. Certified financial planner Randy Barkley has been assisting clients for 30 years by helping them understand all the information that to most of us can be overwhelming. Go to retirementunlimited.org or call Randy Barkley for a no-obligation appointment at 888-627-8371. That's 888-627-8371, retirementunlimited.org. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor, clearing through TD Ameritrade, member FINRA, SIPC, MSRB. AM 590, the answer. Welcome back. This is the section of the program that I refer to as news you can use. Unless you're living under a rock, you can't help but know that the real estate market is going crazy. And um, for those of you that are considering buying or selling a home, 
This article that I picked out of the Wall Street Journal could be of some help to you. It's called A User's Guide to a Wild and Crazy Housing Market. And it's got on one side of the article, it's got buyers beware, you know, bidding war awaits. And on the other side, it has sellers make the most of scarcity. And it goes through, it's, it's, it's actually very well done. And it talks a lot about some of the problems that you're going to have, whether you're being a selling a home or whether you're going to be buying a home. I just talked to a lady the other day, she put her house up for sale and she said, you know, she did all these things to make her house better to uh, make it more sellable. And I said, I don't think you're going to need to do much. I, I said, I know what you think in your mind, but I said, the market is so strong right now. So she, anyway, she put her house up for, for sale. She had 70 people look at it. She had multiple offers, all cash. She sold it for more than what she listed for. And she came back with her eyes really kind of open. And she said, I, I never, ever thought. And it kind of scared her because they, they want her out of, out of her house in 30 days. So she has to start packing. She says, what do I do? And she, she knows where she's going, but it still is like the immediacy of it. It's like if somebody rang the bell and said, okay, it starts now, we're going. But what's happening is as a seller's, she, she was unprepared for how quickly things moved. So as soon as her house was listed, there was like this frenzy. Now, on the other side, if you're a buyer, you having to face and navigate through all of the issues of having multiple people competing for the same property. I've talked to several people, they've had several offers, and it's been very frustrating. It's taken them months to find the right house, the right property, and to get it. This article here, I, th I think is, if you'd like it, I'll be more than happy to send it out to you, but it's called A User's Guide to a Wild and Crazy Marketing Housing Market. And it goes through, like, for example, just kind of want to kind of take you through a couple of these things. And so, like, here on a couple of the articles, it talks about which sellers don't. And the ones that about to be buyers, I tell people I could sell your house tomorrow. So it's those people that are the seller side of it. You just refinance. Should you sell? That's a question that they answer. How can you avoid extra costs if you sell now? A lot of people want to go through online. Again, I, I would be very careful about going through online. It's, it's a very treacherous market. I find a very good, reputable realtor. The little bit of commission you, that they get, uh, it's not substantially greater, greater than online. And most of your brokers are associated with online services. So that's where they get their leads and such as that. So on the buyer side, you know, is, is, is it smarter in such a hot market to buy a fixer upper or a move in ready home? I looked at a fixer upper here two weeks ago and I was shocked at what they wanted for price and the amount of work that had to be done to this little house. And I went, I said, no, I'm done. I'm out of it. Because it, what they wanted was top dollar and the amount of work that had to be done in the house was extraordinary. And I said, nope, you know, good luck to somebody else who wants to get in there and uh, pitch that tent. But I, I think the pandemic talks about here has changed how much you can afford. we got interest rates that come into play. Can you afford to wait? All these factors kind of come into place. Are you prepared for a bidding war? This is the biggest oversight and the biggest issue when it comes to uh, if you're a buyer that you're going to have to compete with a bunch of other buyers. So if you'd like to have a copy of this article, I'd be more than happy to make a free reprint and send it out to you. You can give it to your children, give it to other people that are in that process. And I'd be more than happy to send it out to you. Give me a call at my office. My phone number is 951-684-7011. Or just simply go to my website, which is www.retirementunlimited.com and ask for the article about real estate buyers and sellers. We'll make a free reprint. We'll send that out to you. You can have that information, read through it, 
and again, making smart decisions about your money. Until next week, folks, may you grow in wisdom and knowledge. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to Retirement Unlimited with Randy Barkley. For more information about today's show or other questions regarding your retirement planning, call Randy at 951-684-7011. That's 951-684-7011. Remember, retirement planning is a process, not a product. So call Randy at 951-684-7011 or visit his website at retirementunlimited.com. And be sure to tune in next week for another edition of Retirement Unlimited. Proper advice depends on complete analysis of all the facts and circumstances, the information given on this program is in the nature of general financial comment and cannot be relied upon as pertaining to your specific situation. Listeners should consult their own financial advisor or conduct their own due diligence before making any financial decisions. This is to protect your assets. Randy Barkley is a California life insurance agent. California license number 0518567. Advisory services offered through Tricord Advisors Incorporated. Tricord Advisors Inc. is a registered investment advisor.